So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you're looking for more information, find us online at SoWeMetOnline.com and all social media at SoWeMetOnline. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash so we met online. So we met, well, let me start at the beginning. In high school, high school Erica was not terribly cool. And by not terribly cool, I mean not cool like what is the word cool so while everyone else was doing their stuff like you know drinking at the prom and going to the mall I was uh, I don't know what I was doing I was at dinner with my parents on a (laughs) Friday night and we were at a restaurant once called uh the Mexican food factory (laughs) why would you name a restaurant a factory anyway well the spaghetti factory is that a place yeah, is the it, old it, spaghetti factory. Is it delicious? Like, it's delicious. Okay, it, and I, it's and there's like uh, they're all over the place. Well, I stand corrected. Okay, actually, currently I sit corrected. <laughs> so anyway, I'm at the Mexican restaurant with my family, and out of the corner of my eye, I see this extremely attractive waiter, and I'm like, holy moly, that is the hot salsa. <laughs> so. I keep looking at him, like, probably creepily, but I don't know. I'm in high school. Look, I don't know. Whatever. So I keep looking at him, and I'm just like, wow, this is one fine specimen. (laughs) But I was pretty shy at the time, and I was with my parents. What am I going to do? Go up to him and be like, excuse me, I know I'm here with mommy and daddy, but (laughs) no. So I went home. No big deal. But... I never did anything bad. Like, I was not a rebellious teenager. But this night, for some reason, even though it's so innocuous, I decide rebellion is happening. Hmm. So I take the cordless phone, no cell phones, and you know you can only go so far with the cordless phone, like so far away from the base until it doesn't work anymore. So I'm trying to brainstorm on how far away I can go from the base of the phone where my parents won't hear me. So it won't reach my bedroom upstairs, but it will reach the downstairs bathroom. Mm. So I take my supplies, my phone and the phone book, And I go in the bathroom, and I turn on both the fan and the sink just to, like, muffle any sounds. (laughs) God knows what. I mean, we did just eat a lot of beans, so maybe that's what my parents thought. So anyway, so I shut the lid to the toilet, and I'm now crouched. I'm on my knees, and the phone book is on the lid of the toilet, and I have the phone in my hand, and I'm I'm just frozen. And I am like... I'm doing this. So I'm fumbling through the phone book, trying to find the number. My hands are sweaty. (laughs) And I finally find the number, and I dial it, and I call. And it's ringing. My heart is palpitating, like basically to the same beat as a ringing phone. And I'm thinking, well, maybe they won't answer. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, I got out scot-free. Finally, after about four rings, there's an answer. Mexican Food Factory, this is Anthony. Um, hi. <laughs> I'm, I 
I'm looking for the really attractive waiter. <laughs> and the guy on the phone goes, yeah, that's me. <laughs> uh, so I just, I start by saying, um, I was dyeing my hair blonde at the time. I'm, uh, it was a phase. I'm the blonde girl who was there tonight with my family. Mm-hmm. Silence. <laughs> so I'm thinking either he has no clue who I am, he thinks who is this lame-o high schooler calling me, or worse, he didn't find me attractive. So I'm just like sitting there in silence. I'm prepared to be like, oh, I was calling to tell you I left my, you know, hair tie at the restaurant. But after what feels like an eternity, that was probably five seconds, he says, I'm glad you called. <laughs> you are? <laughs> So we chit-chat. He tells me he's in college. He tells me that he lives in Philly. And we should get together for a coffee. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm over the moon at this point. I mean, I'm I'm just so excited. So, but then he goes, but my car's in the shop. So um, you're going to have to come to Philly to meet me. Mm -hmm. And normally that would be no problem because I'm from South Jersey. That's only about, I don't know, 25 minutes from Mm -hmm. Philly. But my parents, I love you, mom and dad, uh, were very, were, are, whatever, very overprotective. And even though I drove, I was not allowed to drive into Philly. Something about driving over that bridge, I don't know Mm -hmm. what it was. I didn't care. So I scheduled the date with him and said, yeah, I'll meet you in Philly. And so the day of the date, I was so excited. I told my parents that I was going out with Anthony from the Mexican Food Factory and my mom was like how what and I'm like oh well um I when I went to the bathroom he asked for my number and she goes you're so sneaky and I'm thinking you don't know the half of it like the time you thought I was in the bathroom for the refried beans so anyway I meet him in Philly and all I remember to start is his blue shoes. I don't know. He's got like blue sneakers. <laughs> blue suede shoes? Blue suede shoes. Yeah. His name wasn't Elvis though. It's Anthony. <laughs> uh, I'm short, so I noticed shoes. <laughs> anyway, we go to the coffee shop. I remember what it was called. It was the pre-cozy. It was, it was called like XOXO or something like that. And we sit down and we're talking and he was so attractive. But the minute he opens his mouth, <laughs> I can't stand him. I can't stand anything about him. He's boring. He's offensive. He's everything you don't want in a secret date to Philly. (laughs) So I'm like, "Uh, what am I going to do? So I have to wait out this coffee. He didn't even buy me the stinking coffee. I drove Ah. to Philly. You know, high school senior Erica was a pushover. So I drove home. That was that. Went to bed. Hoped my parents didn't notice anything was weird because I'm a terrible liar. I didn't actually tell them until about 10 years later (laughs) because when I was visiting them at some point, somehow Mexican Food Factory is still in business, uh, we went there for lunch and, you know, as we're eating our our tortilla chips, I told them the story and I got to tell you, I was just so happy (laughs) that my hot salsa Anthony did not work there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Another epic story from Erica. I don't know where that one's been hiding. Yeah, that's a good one. It's funny because when we talk about like high school, that time of frame, um, I would even go back to junior high. I can tell you probably 
several stories about how I snuck out of the house, mm -hmm. took my skateboard, drove down the street, <laughs> um, you know, because I didn't have a car. You rode a skateboard? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, I, I would skateboard down the middle of a huge intersection to go visit, uh, you know, a girl. And I would be doing this at like one o'clock in the morning, like sneaking out at night, going against the flow of traffic on a skateboard to uh -huh. go see this girl, you know, and then I would get to her house and classic scene, I'd get little pebbles, toss them up to no. her window. Did you have a boombox on your shoulder, please? Uh, yeah, sort of, you know, raise it up. <laughs> but I would get little pebbles, I would hit the window, she would come to the window, see I was there, then she would sneak downstairs, mm -hmm. and then we would go out, and we'd walk around like her complex, and like kiss on the playground, That's you know. so cute. Yeah. I, I did that so many times in so many different ways, it was crazy. So we both snuck around a little when we were kids, but I want to talk about, after the break, I want to talk about dating on the sly or in secret as an adult and what might actually be the reason for that. Okay. This week's episode is sponsored by Complete Start, the makers of delicious plant-based instant breakfast shakes. Now you have more time in the morning to sleep, get ready, walk the dog. You don't have to sacrifice your health for convenience. Complete Start mixes instantly in your favorite milk or water so you can take it on the go. Comes in three flavors, super greens with a hint of vanilla, rich mocha, and peanut butter banana. I'm personally a fan of the rich mocha that are really good and really good for you. Go to completestart.com and use the code SWMO for So We Met Online for 10% off your first order. So Chris and I each shared some little stories about being in middle school and high school and sneaking around to date somebody and me lying and using a phone book to to ask out my my crush from from the Mexican restaurant but I want to talk a little bit about what might the reason be for dating someone in secret or on the sly or not telling people you're dating someone as an adult well I mean if you started to list out the obvious ones you're having an affair sure right of course you are dating your best friend's <laughs> ex-boyfriend, which we talked about previously, but that might be a reason why you're dating somebody on the sly. On the sly. I mean, I mean, those are the top two. I also think maybe some that are not as scandalous. For instance, um, let's say you're in a new relationship and you're just not ready to sure. share that relationship with anybody mm -hmm. and you're still trying to feel it out and you'd rather figure it out on your own than you know introduce them to the world mm -hmm. i think that's one reason especially if you just recently got out of a relationship i know that i've had people in my past say oh you know how's your girlfriend doing and i'm like uh which one you know yeah. i i not just not because I'm dating two at the same time, but because they're still thinking that I'm with my ex, which I broke up with. But, you know, I haven't spoken to them, you know, and, and maybe I broke up with them last week, you know, and now I'm already seeing somebody else. You know, I think there's a lot of those types of scenarios that could, you know, make you want to stay quiet or be a little bit more secretive about what's going on. Yeah, I was thinking of if you work together. 
too. You oh, don't yeah. necessarily totally. want your coworkers to know. I mean, I work at a co-working space, which has a lot of people who run their own businesses or have small businesses who share office space. Look, I got to tell you, that's a hotbed of, of single people. It's a great place to meet people. I dated somebody at work once, and it was a work relationship. Very passionate. Walk by their desk and give them the eye. And you just winked at me. Yeah. Walk Were you them. showing me what you do for <laughs> her? Yeah. Yeah. You walk by the desk and you do a little smile and see how they're doing. And then maybe... It's kind of fun. Slowly brush up against them. Make sure no one sees. I remember one time um, we were in a meeting. And this was like a important meeting. Oh, boy. And she was in the uh, meeting with me. She was sitting across uh, the desk from me. And I kid you not, this was like seen right out of the movie. She took one of her shoes off and no. started playing footsies with me under the oh. desk. That's better than what I thought you were going to say. We'll save that one for later. But no. (laughs) So she was literally playing footsies with me, right, during the meeting. And every time I had to talk, here she is, like, crawling up my leg. And I'm just, like, trying not to get distracted. (laughs) It was both the hottest thing and the most traumatizing thing ever. And, of course, there were, I swear, fully admit, there were the moments where we ended up in the supply closet together. Wait, people actually do that? There, We did it Get, multiple times. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought that was just like a Grey's Anatomy type nope, thing. Nope, nope. I had the keys to the supply closet. <laughs> no one else had the keys to the supply closet. So if I said supply closet in five minutes, uh, that's where we were. Oh, boy. Yeah. But it was all on the slide. We didn't want anybody to know. You know, we... We were hiding that. She I, can't believe it actually happened. No, and then I remember once someone at my own co-working space who worked there, who obviously I will not say who it was, told me she and someone else who worked there had, we'll just say relations, this is terrible, <laughs> in in the new mother's nursing room. <laughs> just like, if there's a will, there's a room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So, work relationships, yeah. Um, New relationships that you don't want to share, yeah. Mm -hmm. I will actually even go as far as... So, here's another quick story from me. I have been... I have dated somebody on the sly to hide them from my parents. Hmm. Okay? What's more interesting about that is that recently... I've had my parents staying with me a lot. And since they're staying with me, I obviously can't bring a girl over, right? That <laughs> it's like it's like you're living with your parents but not really living with your parents because they're visiting and so how does your dating life really transpire here? Yikes. So, but what's funny is my parents are very traditional. I'm almost 48 years old. <laughs> And I still have a curfew when my parents are around, right? So it's like... What time is the curfew? In their mind or in my mind? Because in their mind, it's like midnight still. Like curfew is midnight. So if I'm coming through the door at one, it's usually my mom like, well, you were out late. Do you get a tisk? (laughs) Like, so so in this particular time, I was out until 4 a.m. Whoa. Yeah, because I was on a date. And it was going very well. 
very well. Yeah, no, I got it. And so, <laughs> so I'm looking at my clock and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's 4 a.m. I'm coming back to my own home, <laughs> putting my key in the door very quietly, <laughs> and then opening the door, hoping it doesn't creak, and then taking my shoes off at the door and stepping through my own living room to get to my bedroom, <laughs> hoping not to wake up my parents. And then in the morning, what's the first thing they ask? How was your night? How was your day? <laughs> you came in late last night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh, it was a late movie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, what are you saying? <laughs> I mean, and again, all of this is on the sly, right? Right. Oh, that is funny. That reminds me of a story which has nothing to do with dating. I just find it funny that on my 21st birthday, this is funny because it, huh, it oddly relates to the story about Anthony. <laughs> this is interesting. My 21st birthday, my birthday's in June, so I wasn't in college on my birthday. I was, I was home for the summer, and I wanted to go to celebrate my 21st with my friends Ross and Sarah in Philly good friends. Ross and I went to high school together. He also went to Cornell, actually. So I was excited. I wanted to spend it with them. For some unknown reason that I'll never know, my parents said, no, you're not going to Philly. And I said, but I'll stay there. I will sleep there. I would never drink and drive. And you have nothing to worry about. They're my good friends. No, I don't know why that was the rule, but no Philly. However, it was fine if I went to the local Cherry Hill Club, Top Dog, <laughs> with a guy I met at my internship who I barely knew. Somehow, that was acceptable. So I find myself at Top Dog with the intern guy, and everyone wants to buy shots for you on your 21st mm -hmm. birthday. I was drinking, they kept calling them these Swedish fish shots. <laughs> I don't know, they tasted like... Surprise, Swedish, Swedish fish. fish. For someone who didn't drink, I did not drink before I was 21, even though I was in a sorority in college. So who knows how that happened. But I was drunk, obviously. I don't even remember how I got home. I mean, safely, obviously. I'm sure I had planned it. I get home, and same thing. I sneak in, and we have this thing at my parents' house, the alarm. <laughs> every, every time you walk in the door, it goes, mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, no. To this day, I don't know if they heard me come in, if they just didn't hear me or they pretended not to hear me. I then, as quietly as I could, walked upstairs, put on my pajamas, proceeded to get sick, <laughs> cleaned myself up, <laughs> went to bed, and woke up the next day. And my mom said, so, sweetie, how was your birthday? How was your night? And again, I don't know if she was being kind and didn't want to embarrass me, but Huh, just like the other story, about 10 years later, I said, remember that time I went to Top Dog on my birthday with the intern guy I didn't know? Oh, jeez. Yeah, I came in late, got sick, got drunk, went to bed, and she was like, oh, I had no idea. <laughs> so I know it's not a dating story, but it oddly relates. Yeah. One more thought on this before we call it a night. Do we consider dating on the sly... Something we do when we are dating multiple people. So how often do you start dating somebody new and say, yeah, I'm seeing other people? Is that still considered 
you know, being honest or dating on the sly or, you know, especially if you're seeing like, say, two or three people, we'll just keep it simple. Say you're seeing two people and you haven't basically had the conversation to be exclusive with one or the other and you're kind of juggling both to Mm -hmm. kind of feel out which one you sort of want to go with or whatever. Are you honest with both of them saying there are other people, you know, or Uh, is that dating on the sly? I wouldn't say that's dating on the sly. I would say the assumption is you may be dating other people, if especially if you're using the online dating sites. I assume people are dating more than one person at a time. I don't think it has to be explicit until you decide whether you want to be exclusive. So the question is, you know, let's say you're on a date with, Jimbo on Thursday and Jimbo says, oh, what are you doing Saturday night? And I have a date with, you know, Billy Bob on Saturday night. Am I going to tell Jimbo I have a date with Billy Bob? No, of course not. I'm probably going to tell him the activity we're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, I'm going to a painting and wine class. Oh, with who? My friend. Because there's no need to rub that in somebody's face. But is that then being slyful? I don't think slyful is a word. <laughs> for, for this episode, slyful is a word. I don't think that's being sly. I think in this case, it's a white lie that's not going to hurt anyone. And I'm generally not an advocate of that. But in this case, what? I'm going to say, oh, yeah, I got a, a date on Saturday night. Sorry, you only got Thursday. I don't think I would say that I have another date. I probably would also align with you and say... I'm busy, sorry, but I am available on whatever. And And they can assume whatever they want. So I get that. And I clearly have dated women who I know are seeing other people and I ask them out and they say they're busy. And I tend to know because usually women say something along the lines of, no, I'm busy. I am going out with my sister. (laughs) So if it's a family member or somebody that they offer up really fast and with the answer then I know that that's truthful. Right. But if they say, oh, no, I'm busy. I'm going to go ping pong with a friend. That typically tells me, okay, it's a date. I agree with that. What if you want to tell a funny story on a date that happened on another date, but you obviously don't want to share that it happened on a date? Do you replace she with he? No. I say (laughs) what actually... Well, here's the thing. In my current dating position... I actually have promoted our podcast on my dating profiles. And so what tends to happen is I get somebody who says, oh my gosh, I was listening to your podcast. It's hilarious. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to talk to you on our date. And then we get to the date and they're like, tell me the craziest story about one of your ex dates. And I'm just freely now able to share all of these crazy dating <laughs> stories true. without them really questioning. Or actually, even that's if brilliant. Yeah, or even if they actually say it, I, I get it, this is for me, but even if they say, you know, tell me something and I start telling them a story about a, a date, even if it's a recent date, I can just say, Oh yeah, haven't you heard my podcast? Or, and I could just get out of it. Or it happened once. They don't need yeah. to know if once is yesterday or or ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, I will say not to end on a downer, but don't indulge someone on a first date, except in this situation, because you're unique, Chris. But don't indulge if they're like, tell me, oh, how's the dating site going for you? Or tell me your worst experience. I mean, unless you have a story like Crazy Cupcake Lady, it's just going to bring down the whole tone of the date. So don't indulge someone with that, because I know people love, you know, misery loves company. People love to share their sob stories. Just save it for a little bit and just... Refer them to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> they can hear all the crazy stories they want. 
Luckily for us, we don't need to record this podcast on the sly. That's very slightful of you. <laughs> Thanks for listening.